0: This is Your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman from Great Lakes Investment Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Carl and Jason provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is your Financial Empower Hour with Carl and Jason Kreiderman.
1: Good morning and welcome to your Financial Empower Hour. This is Jason Kreiderman. I hope you're having a wonderful weekend and a wonderful Sunday morning. I'm here with my co-host, Mr. Tony Shore, to have an awesome, exciting show today, to talk about where we've been so far this year and what's going on in our lives personally, but more importantly, why you're listening is what's going on in the world out there financially. And so we're going to dive right into a, an awesome and exciting show. So, Tony, good morning.
0: Good morning, Jason. Great to be here with you today and uh, i just i've had a good week and uh, last weekend was great this week has been busy
1: yeah uh, that's good though busy's good tony
0: yep kind of back at it a lot of folks were on vacation and stuff and uh, now a lot of people are are getting back at it as we uh, head toward uh, the last half of summer here i guess and uh you know there is a lot going on out there but i've been good i had to work in the yard a lot uh the past few days and um my wife got all these plants, and she goes, "I got them for free." Their houses. we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna clear the
1: lucky you Tony. clear
0: clear the hill the the slope in the very back of our yard and plant these plants so the weeds don't come up. And so we had to clear it, and then the ground there is just full of from buckthorn, full of uh, roots. Oh and yeah, and so digging yeah. holes for the plants and uh, well, that's and then, fun stuff. Well, lucky- when we were done, when we were done, Jason, she said. Man, the hill doesn't the hill look great? And I said it does. And I only almost died of a heart attack and heat stroke <laughs> three times while doing it.
1: Just three times, though. Yeah, that's it. Look at you. You know, and, yeah. you know, you're right. I mean, think about all the projects we we get ourselves into, and I'm sure you get yourself into your own. And then my wife, she's no different. Amy, if you know, she comes across. Hey, we had this. She's got an idea, and so of course, as the awesome husbands that we are, supporting <laughs> sure. our wives, we sure. say, sure, we'll do that. Oh yeah. And uh, as you mentioned to me before our show this morning, um, I have the same back pains and leg pains and arm pains, yeah. and and taking an ibuprofen for two or three days after those those fun chores and projects. But uh, you know, I know you, Tony, and you and I, we wouldn't have it any other way.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah, that's uh, you know slept well last night because of uh, <laughs> I bet because you did. of that. A little stiff this morning getting up. Uh, the joints were aching a little bit, but yeah. That's part of the fun. It's all part of the fun and it keeps us healthy and going, you know, doing a little manual labor. I always tell everyone I have allergies. I'm allergic to manual labor. Uh, hard work, yep. yeah. I said, uh, "What about my?" She said, "We're going to go outside and dig up that hill." And I'm like, "What about my allergies?" And she goes, "What allergies? You don't have yeah, allergies." She doesn't and, buy that. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, hard work and manual labor. You know, I'm allergic to those
1: two right, things. Right. We can't do that, honey. Right.
0: Uh, but no, we we did it, and so that's good. Now I know you've been busy uh, meeting with clients, uh, getting people onto a strategy, a plan, a written financial plan to help navigate these financial waters. And we're going to talk about where we're at financially today on the show, because there is a lot going on out there uh, between the markets, interest rates, inflation. Um, it's becoming, it's shaping up to be an interesting year.
1: Uh, yeah, it really is. Yeah. Um, you're right. I mean, there's a lot going on. And obviously, we talk a lot on this show about you know things that are aren't related to or revolve around the market, like like we started our show this morning talking about what, what you and I, Tony, have done on some vacations we've had sure. recently, which have been nice to kind of just separate ourselves once in a while and and spend time with the family and and yeah. reflect and, and relax. And I think that's that's also important for all of our listeners out there today. And we try to really instill that in all the families that we work with. Is there are point in times where we we all need to disconnect. We all need to separate from everything going on out there in the crazy world around us. And uh, we've said many. A times. There's so many things that we can't uh, directly impact or, you know, that, that don't directly have an effect on us. But I think we have a tendency to get very caught up in those things. And a lot of it's with technology nowadays and with Facebook and, and Twitter and all, and TikTok and all these other things going on that um, it was really nice for myself and my wife to separate for a while and just get away from this stuff and, and um, you know, be able to kind of recharge our batteries, so to speak. And I'm glad you had a chance to do it with your family, Tony. And, and I want all of our listeners to be able to, if you have already done that, that's great. Uh, If you haven't, please take time for yourselves, take time for your family, Uh, disconnect, recharge your batteries and all that stuff that's going on on around out there. It's it's still going to be going on. Uh, As Tony mentioned, we've had a lot going on in our in our country, around the world, uh, right here in in mid-Michigan. But, um, you know, those are some there are definitely things we have power and control over. And those are things we want to help our families spend the most time and energy on. Uh, You know, make sure that you have time and energy. So recharge your batteries and focus your energy in a positive way with family and friends and and then and then spend spend the rest of your time and efforts uh, on the things we have control and power over. So when Tony and I talk about these things on our show today and uh, past shows and future shows, uh, like you mentioned, Tony, interest rates. Uh, you know, the stock market, uh, what's going on in Ukraine and, uh, Russia and with China and with oil and politically. And there's, there's just, it, it, I, you might hit the nail right on the head when you said it's turning out to be an interesting summer, <laughs> <laughs> an interesting year. And, uh, I think you're right. Interesting is a interesting word to use, Tony. And, and, uh, the outcome over the next three to six, 12, 18 months, uh, is really, I think going to be Interesting. Uh, you and I were talking a little bit before the show. I, I think we're starting to see some positivity out there. We're starting to see some of the negativity uh, settle down a little bit and quiet down a little bit, which I think is a, hopefully a good sign. Yeah. And I think there's some positive tailwinds brewing that that we should see uh, when we look out over the next 6 to 12 to 18 months or so.
0: Yeah. And And like you say, you always say, nobody has a crystal ball, but... you're right. It does seem like the markets may have found their bottom and are looking positive again, at least in the short term, as of the recording of the show. Um, and we're not trying to predict the market, but, um, things, you know, it's starting to show positivity, like you said, and we, we need to stay positive in our outlook and, you know, it all ties together. All of these things, um, And I think because of market volatility that we've experienced so far this year, it's affected people's retirement funds, as you've seen, you know, and talked about on the past shows, 401ks, IRAs, Mm -hmm. uh, these types of things. It it affects people's retirement funds. And uh, so I think uh, we're going to talk about the political aspect of that, too, because you know, people don't like inflation. They don't like it when their 401k goes down or their IRA. So, right. yep. so you know, we might see a big upheaval in the elections as well.
1: Yeah, that's going to be interesting, too. You know, and I, and we always try to re- remind people, our listeners out there today and, and the families we work for is, you know, let's not let um, this short term situation derail your long term retirement plans. And, and that's really a, a key statement and something I want people to really focus on is, as, as, as as big and pertinent as we think things are right now today, in the big picture, long-term for the next 20, 30, 40 years of your life, into and through hopefully an awesome retirement, these times we're going through right now, this seven months and, and 20 days, whatever it is um, so far this year, uh, it's really, when we look back, hopefully this is just a blip on our radar screen, yep. and, and it's one of the maybe rougher times to get through. But as you know, Tony, and all of our listeners out there know today is, is, you know, we want you to focus your time and energy on the things that you can control, such as your plan, your financial plan that should be built for these times. You know, we, we talk about uh, plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. And I think what we've been through right now through the last seven months have some people have said, wow, these are some of the worst times. And, and maybe they, they definitely have been pretty rough. Um, and I think you're right though. We've seen. I don't know if it's, I don't want to jinx us, Tony, and say it's the bottom of the market, but we've definitely seen a little bit of traction where the market's, it's having a hard time going down lower, which I think is an awesome sign. Yeah, And it's got some positive upticks that looks like it's really trying to find the bottom and find traction and momentum moving in the northern direction. And so those are positive things we look for, Tony, and I, and I think it's reassuring. And that's why I say there's there's definitely some positive uh, uh tailwinds brewing out there that um you're right, coming into this uh, midterm elections here, uh, the primaries and the midterms, things are probably going to continue to be turbulent uh, a little more volatile and, and then hopefully we see come December and the Santa Claus rally in the first quarter of next year we we see some things get you know maybe some more positive traction momentum and, and start moving in a in a northern direction.
0: Yeah yeah, and I mean you know that's true and it's good. the market is showing positivity. Um, On the other hand, we are still dealing with uh, inflation and there are some new economic signals out there. But I think uh, the market's leveling off and some companies uh, having better reports out there, I read today, is a good thing. But the Fed, the headline today is the Fed is likely to hike rates three quarters of a point, uh, another 75%. Uh, 0.75 in response to some of these economic signals uh, because inflation is still out there and still growing.
1: Yeah, I mean inflation's crazy, you know, we look at what inflation historically has been like and we've been accustomed to what 2-3%, I mean, we, everyone says inflation was non-existent and then really since 2020 once the pandemic of COVID hit and we started seeing unemployment and restricted travel and supply chain issues and all of a sudden uh inflation just started rearing its ugly head and and here we are pushing some of the highest numbers in inflation still in in single digits, which is a a, a positive sign. Um, But we don't know where inflation could go, and that's where I think you're right. The Fed is starting to get a little more aggressive. Um, The last hike they made was um, 75 basis points or 0.75. 5%, and that wasn't too long ago. And here we are again, as I saw the headlines as well before the show, that their feds are talking about another 0.75% interest rate hike. And, and so when we talk about interest rates, interest rates are super interesting, Tony, especially for the consumer. And they're almost what I'll call a double-edged sword. So when everybody invests money, we always want high interest rates. We want CDs that pay 4 5 6% again. Uh, so we always want you know bond yields that are paying four percent five six so percent we want interest rates when we invest money to be high however the flip side of interest rates we also want interest rates to be low when we borrow money uh, we want our mortgages to stay around the two three four percent we want to be able to go out buy a car for two three four five percent so unfortunately though when interest rates go down they're going to go down for our investments and for borrowing money our debt. And the flip side is true. When interest rates go up, as they have been and looks like will continue to do, uh, that means, yes, we might get a little bit better return on some of our investments. However, that's also going to have a negative impact on our on our debt and our loans, meaning interest rates will go up on uh, new home builds or mortgages, mortgages. Um, buying a car, those types of things we have to finance that the, the interest rates are going to go up there as well, which I think we're starting to see some of that reaction in the real estate market. Um, and so, you know, things are, things are, there's a lot of things that are cyclical and there's a lot of things that are a cause and effect. And so you mentioned it, Tony, when, when feds raise interest rates to combat inflation, that hopefully is a good thing for inflation hopefully is a good thing for maybe we can make a few bucks in CDs again, but it's also going to have a negative impact on interest rates will rise on the other side of the coin when we borrow money.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, we've talked about this, and we're trying to stay positive, but couldn't the Fed raising the interest rates uh, again by three-quarters of a percent um, possibly push us into a recession?
1: Well, yeah, I mean there's a lot of talk about that and I think there's there's a lot of variables in that equation yeah. equaling a recession. There's a lot of other signs that could add to that. Yes, Fed's increasing interest rates is one of those variables. And there are other variables that could be adding to that that sure. could signal yes, we very well could slide into recession. Um and, and of course, you know, nobody wants to be responsible for that. The Fed's don't want that to happen. Um you know, nobody wants that to happen. You know, there's also the Question over gee, if the feds raise interest rates too much, part of what's going to cause inflation potentially is the stock market will fall more mm-hmm. because people will pull their money out of the volatility of the market and put it into those things like CDs or money markets as interest rates rise. And that's again the cause and effect. And we, and we do take that, um, I guess, that risk or that gamble is apparent when the feds do raise interest rates. But the flip side of that should be that inflation gas prices, other things will start to dial back and hopefully offset the negative impact with positive impacts of, of raising interest rates.
0: Yeah, uh, well said. And so uh, it's kind of, again, you know, uh, we talked on other shows about it being the perfect storm, but there's just a lot happening. I mean,
1: sure is, you know, yeah. the old
0: phrase, uh, may you live in interesting times. Uh, well, <laughs> we, sh- we sure are, but we do need to take a quick break before we continue our discussion. Is there anything you want to add for our listeners uh, before we do? We should probably give away a few copies of your book, right?
1: Yeah, I think that's a great idea. I mean, and you know, there's a chapter in the book that talks about interest rates, um, that talks about volatility, and talks about taxation, and could, and the interesting times we live in. And there's where we are today, Tony. So now, be a great opportunity um, if you want to uh, let our listeners out there know today sure. that um, how they can get a copy of our book.
0: Yeah, the book is called "Empower Your Retirement: Plan for the Best, Prepare for the Worst," and you can get it from your Financial Power Hour right here. Uh, Jason, I know you love to give out copies of the book. They're also for sale on Amazon, but for our listeners, for the next ten callers, you can get a complimentary copy and it's a great book. Just call nine eight nine eight three five seven two zero three. That's nine eight nine eight three five seven two zero three or you can go to the website and contact us through the contact page there, but it's greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. I'll say that again, greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. And stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour and our host, Jason Kreiderman, right after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with our host Jason Kreiderman. And Jason, In the first segment, we talked about the market showing some positivity. It feels good after uh, the last seven months of talking about negativity (laughs) that we finally get to talk about at least some positivity, and uh, hopefully that will continue. Hopefully the markets have found their bottom and will continue to rise, and we'll see what effect on inflation this new uh, Fed rate hike. They're increasing the fed is raising the uh, interest rate to uh, by about 0.75% uh, and so we'll see what effect that that'll be the third fairly significant rate increase this year to combat inflation yeah, it, right
1: absolutely it will be and, and that's the the primary reason a lot of people say why are the feds doing this and, and you know how, how are they Um, you know, affecting the monetary policy and are they printing new money? There's a lot of, you know, um, I guess, pros and cons and two sides of that coin. We look at why they're doing it, what they're doing. But ultimately, Tony, yeah, they're raising interest rates to try to combat raising inflation uh, or the rising inflation. And um, and and I think we're going to hopefully see that start to happen. It doesn't happen overnight. Uh, There were some naysayers that said, well, gee, the last time they raised interest rates, inflation didn't go down. It went up. They expected things to happen like a light switch as soon as the, you know interest rates went up, that inflation was going to go down the next hour. And, and it doesn't work that way. There's a lot of variables in motion that sometimes takes time to catch up with each other and reset. So hopefully as we do see the Fed's increase interest rates again, down the road, within the next 30 to 60 to 90 days, hopefully then we'll start to see a positive impact of inflation dialing back a little bit. Uh, prices of things, fuel and food and housing and those types of things start to dial back a little bit. And, yeah. and that's a positive sign. When those things happen, that's a positive sign that the raise in interest rates is working Um yeah, and, and you mentioned you know volatility. Yeah, I mean we're starting to see, and you and I have talked many times, Tony. We don't wanna we don't wanna get people overexcited, um, and we don't wanna jinx ourselves or the market for sure. But you're right. In the last, um, in the last month, in the last thirty days, as of the recording of this show, in the last thirty days, the S and P 500 benchmark of our economy, the S and P 500 is up almost six percent and yeah. and so that's a positive you know we look at obviously short term long term medium term ranges Year to date, we're still obviously in the negative territory, uh, pushing the 20% range. But I really think a question has been, G, are we going to go into a recession? I I really think the market's trying its hardest to find the bottom Mm -hmm. and to keep us out of a recession. Nobody wants that to happen. Uh, Large businesses don't want that to happen. Uh, International companies don't want that to happen. The feds don't want that to happen. Us as advisors and as personal investors, we don't want that to happen either. So- um, I really think with some of the traction we've seen here in the market as of the last 30 days or so, maybe three months, and Fed's raising interest rates, hopefully inflation going to dial back a little, uh, things are, I think, in a in a, what I'm hoping is going to be a steady holding pattern for a while. We know turbulence and volatility, obviously, are here again with the elections coming up and, and those types of things. But I think you're right, Tony. There, there's some um, some positive tailwinds coming, and I hope we see the, the effect of those sooner than sure. later.
0: Sure. One other positive thing I've noticed just recently, um, in the last few days, at least where uh, I live, uh, gas prices have come down a little bit. I mean, not a ton, but a little bit. And uh, yep. I actually saw a place... Uh, my wife and I drove to a nearby town, and their gas was under four dollars a gallon. Which around here, really? that, that that's amazing. Yeah, it was three. That is amazing. Three, so, $3. seventy nine actually. Wow. A gallon. Wow. So unfortunately, uh, we had both built up our vehicles before that. <laughs> before before a, you got, got to that town. A lot more, like almost a dollar <laughs> more. But uh, man, it's probably worth the twenty-minute drive to uh, yeah. <laughs> save on gas. But. Uh, I think that that's coming down, but you know we also notice groceries keep going up and healthcare keeps going right, up. Yep. So inflation is starting to hit people, and you know maybe the Fed, the last increase, hopefully it's slowing down inflation at least. And like you said, it takes time. But each quarter they look at those numbers as far as inflation numbers, and then the Fed decides will we raise it again. So we'll see after this next quarter if it has come down at all or at least plateaued and we're hoping it plateaus man i, I we went grocery shopping and i can't believe how much more yeah. certain items cost so i'm oh, it's crazy. i'm hoping I mean, it's, i'm hoping because inflation's high right now i mean the, yeah, w- over 9%
1: yeah, we all are, Tony. I mean, all of us just when we go, when we, we're sticker shock. You know, we look at these yeah. vehicle prices and home prices and food prices at your local grocery store convenience store, and it's like, wow, it's crazy. And you're right. Interest rates um, are, are hopefully on the rise a little bit to combat inflation because inflation being over 9% is historically, it's it's un, it's just unheard of. We yeah. haven't seen it, and it's unhealthy since right now. Since so,
0: 1981, they say.
1: Yeah, think about that. Yeah. 1981. Boy, I mean, I we're talking remember. about
0: the Carter and Reagan days. I mean, we're talking a long time ago since. I was seven years
1: old. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, I was seven years old back then. So again, you know, thinking about, I probably didn't even know what or care about inflation at that time (laughs) being that age. But (laughs) but yeah, that's the reality of here we are today. And so again, though, you know, we, we stress a lot, Tony, on this show, we stress it a lot in our book. We stress it a lot with all the families we meet. That we want you to focus on spending your time and attention on the things you can control and you have power over, um, like your own personal savings and investments. Yes. Now, a couple little tips for our listeners here today that let me just throw this out there, Tony, before we move on. Um, some things you might want to consider doing at this time when number one, stock market's pretty volatile. Number two, inflation is pretty darn high. Interest rates are rising. Uh, midterm elections coming up, international crisis is going on. People would say these are very crazy, difficult, interesting times. And they're all of those, but what you can do in your own personal lives is, is maybe step back and take a look at what are you spending on a monthly basis? Mm. And maybe we need to start controlling our spending a little bit, maybe a little less subscriptions. Um, uh, maybe a little less of the extra spending to Starbucks or McDonald's or the movies. Or we go to the grocery store, we put the necessities in the cart, not all the, ooh, grab that, and ooh, grab that, <laughs> right. those extra things. Because really, Tony, those are the things that the inflation is highest on and those it's are add up the most. So yep. now it's time to really check your budget, check your expenses. What are we spending money on that we can cut back on short term? Hopefully someday we'll be able to go back to those. Um, really take a look at all the driving we're doing with those higher gas prices—I know we've done this, and a lot of my friends and family have—is take a look at all the extra driving you're doing and try to consolidate. And so we're not spending as much money if we don't have to. And um, you know, take a look at your portfolio. Now is a perfect time, absolutely perfect time, Tony, to get a second opinion on on your own investments, and take a look at how much exposure do you have. Number one to stock market volatility. Number two, how much exposure do you have to inflation inside of that? How do you have any inflation protection built into that portfolio? Number two, what do you, what type of risk do you have for interest rate risks? as rates rise, interest rates rise? What type of risk does that bring to your portfolio? Now's the perfect time to take a look at those and, and just step back and say, okay, is there anything I could do differently now that obviously the financial environment and our economic environment has changed around us? What can I do in my own portfolio today? to hopefully have a lesser severe negative impact or a more positive impact when things do get better. So again, things we can spend our time and energy on that we can truly control, our expenses and our investments. And I really think this is a perfect time, Tony, for all of us to spend some time, reflect, and and look at our investments, look at our expenses, and find out how we can improve those for the current economic conditions moving forward.
0: All right. Well, and that's really important to... To, and to understand those were great tips. Uh, look at our spending plan. Uh, have a plan. That's the yeah, key. So yep. we'll talk more about that when we come back from another quick break. But first, I, I want to promote that book uh, that you and your dad wrote. Uh, it's really, really helpful, and it deals with a lot of what we're talking about today. And it sure does. Yeah. And the name of the book is Empower Your Retirement, Plan for the Best, but Prepare for the Worst. Be Prepared don't panic, be prepared, work with a financial services professional. And so to get both the book and if they want to set up an appointment with you and your staff there uh, to get a consultation and get a plan in place, just pick up the phone and call 989-835-7203. That's 989-835-7203. First 10 callers get a copy of the book. You can also set up a complimentary no-cost, no-obligation consultation, and you can also check out all the great information on the website, which is GreatLakesInvestmentAdvisors.com. Stay tuned. We'll be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore. I'm here with Jason Kreiderman. And Jason, you were giving us some tips on dealing with all these issues when you, we're in times of high inflation, market volatility, rising interest rates. And, you know, there's maybe going to be some political turmoil. I mean, there always seems to be, especially as of There light. always is, yeah. But we do have the midterms coming up. And, you know, mm-hmm. the economy uh, is directly tied to politics at some point. I mean, uh, pol- politicians come and go, but the market moves on, the economy moves on. So, uh, sure sometimes it does, yeah. it's not as as impactful as people think, but it can make a difference. So obviously, uh, the election in major election years or when there's a lot on the table, um, sometimes that causes market volatility and then the market uh, eases up after the election. History has shown us that. Uh, but, you know, past results aren't necessarily indicative of future results. So Uh, we're kind of waiting to see if that's going to be the case. But already the market is showing uh, signs of positivity, as you said. So uh, you never know if if what it'll probably blip one way or the other at the election and hopefully it's up. (laughs) So uh, that's my thought there.
1: Yeah, I think you're right. You know, we look historically and and there's two sides to that coin. A lot of people say, well, gee, uh, the market does not at all care about policies or uh, politics of Republican or Democrat policies. And then you look at our other arguments and you can definitely see that there are 100% direct correlation trends to uh, Republican or Democrat presidents or or candidates sure. or policies or results of the election. Um, and we've never really wanted to make either our show or any kind of uh, advice with our families and the relationships into a political discussion. But it, it is important for just for you to be aware that, yeah, in, in times of, Uh, what I'll call just political, maybe unrest, whether it be between Ukraine and Russia, uh, the oil issues we have going on right here in the U.S. and domestically. And then, you know, when we look at the uh, presidential elections, the the major elections or the midterms we're going to face, that, yeah, there are certain things that will have uh, impacts, positive or negative, on the markets, on interest rates, on our monetary policy, on commerce, on our overall economy, which will have an impact on our money. And so when we work with all of our families, Tony, and helping design a financial empowerment plan, and those empowerment plans are built uh, you know, we plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. We, we want to really be taking a look. Now's a great time to review those plans. And, and we're reviewing plans with our families, usually on a quarterly or semi-annual basis, no matter what's happening in the good times and in the not so good. And now's one of those times, as I mentioned in the last segment, I think it's a just an absolute perfect time, Tony, to sit down with your current advisor and maybe even a, an independent advisor. Get a second opinion to what the heck's going on out there in the world around us. And how's it impacting my money today? And is there anything I could should consider doing different, maybe short-term or long-term, that is going to be proactive? Again, plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. If things get better, great. How am I looking? And what could I do differently? But if things don't get better and they actually get worse, uh, what should I do now proactively within my portfolio? Again, spend your time and energy and efforts on the areas you can impact and I think now's a great time for that, Tony, to to, to sit down with your current advisor or, or maybe a independent advisor and take a look at where we are today yeah. and, and just to, just take a look at is there anything we should do to, yeah, position ourselves uh, in, in a better position if things go up and get better, mm-hmm. but also protect ourselves and our money if things, if things don't get better and they actually go the other direction. Yeah.
0: Well, and I think the key is having a plan and getting a second opinion on, You know even if you don't have a written plan with a financial professional uh get one and see where you're at where am i at with my 401ks my iras my retirement savings my investments my emergency fund Uh, you know where am i going to be at when i retire and need social security and health care so you look at all those things and put together a written plan for your clients and you can do the same thing for our clients Uh, And I think the point is, it's not just to push your services here. The show is for financial information and tips for our listeners to help them better themselves financially. Uh, But regardless of who they work with, they need to find an independent financial services professional like yourself to get a plan in place. Isn't that the key to dealing with all the volatility and financial and economic issues we're seeing?
1: Yeah, I mean, it really is. And, and not only, it, you know, dealing with all the concerns and, and volatility and issues we're seeing, but if we just kind of relate it to taking a trip, I, I like to call a financial plan like a roadmap. Uh, if you don't have a map that shows you where you should go, where the best roads are to go. And then all of a sudden, if there's a detour, if you don't have a map that shows you the detour to take the quickest way around uh, the road construction or whatever it might be, uh, you know, think about that. We've always had written maps all the way back to the what was it called? The uh, Rand McNally, right yeah, the Rand McNally atlas, atlas, yeah, the, the big the huge old Atlases. atlas. And, yeah. Yes, and then we went to just the fold-out maps, yep. and then we went to uh, MapQuest where you'd Google it and then you'd hit print, and you just have an eight and a half by eleven sheet of map paper in front of you. And now it's on our phones. We yep. have GPS. Now it's on our, but it's it's a written plan. Yep. That is a written plan of here's how we're going to get from point A to point B yep. in the best conditions. But there's also backup plans that says, wow, bad traffic or road. Construction. Here's an alternative route around those issues or concerns or volatility to still help us achieve uh, getting to our destination in the safest, most efficient manner. It's no different with our money, Tony. It's no different than if we don't have a financial plan. Let's just say we have a 401k and we have an IRA and we have a Roth and we have some stocks and bonds and life insurance. Well, those are those are variables. Those are not a plan. But if you need a plan, a written plan that says when the market's going up in a positive direction. Here's what I should be doing inside my portfolio. Here's how it should be reacting. But yet when, when currents change and, and the tides go out, so to speak, and the market changes its performance, here's what my portfolio should do. And here's what I'm going to do about that. Um, you know, if we don't have a written plan, it's like not having a map And, and I'm just not sure anybody nowadays could jump in a car and, and, and drive the most efficient, safest route without having some form of of plan in front of them and, and being able to be flexible as well with that plan or with that map and the directions. And, uh, and and your money's no different. So again, we've seen a lot of people over the years that come in with a whole bunch of documents because they got a lot of accounts. So they have a lot of statements. But in reality, those are are, are awesome elements and variables to have, but that's not a written financial no. plan. And so like you mentioned, if you don't have a plan, now's the perfect time to draw one up. Um, sit down with a a trusted fiduciary advisor and have them draw you a plan. And if you do have a plan, great, get that plan reviewed And, and maybe you don't need to make any changes at all. What an awesome feeling to pat yourself on the back and say, yep, we have a plan. We had it independently reviewed by a fiduciary advisor and we're really in good shape. There's nothing we need to do at this point. And that's, a, that's an awesome way to rest easy at night knowing you're, you're in the right place. But, uh, you know, a lot of our listeners here on the show, they call us and they want to sit down and, and I ask them, so why are we here today? And their number one reason is we want to make sure we're on the right road, Jason. And we want to make sure we have a map that says we're on the right road and it shows us that. But if the road conditions change, we also want to know that there's, there's plan B and plan C that we have options. And, um, and that's what I want to, just our listeners out there to think about today.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And your book talks a lot about that as well. And so uh, we'll take another break so we can uh, let people know about the book. And it is a great resource. Uh, You have a lot of resources on your website as well. But to get your own copy of the book, just give us a call. Be one of the next 10 people to call and request the book. It's called Empower Your Retirement. Plan for the best, but prepare for the worst. And you can get it simply by calling 989- 8357203. 8357203 that's 9898357203 or go to the website check out the resources there there's a contact form request the book through that it is greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com a ton of great videos and information there as well as our show page for this show and you can listen to past episodes listen to the current episode or subscribe to the show as a podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or Amazon Music, all the major services. So check that out and stay tuned. We're going to be right back with more of your Financial Empower Hour after this. And welcome back to your Financial Empower Hour. I'm your co-host, Tony Shore, and I'm here with Jason Kreiderman. Jason, you're talking about the road to retirement and the road to a successful financial plan and how you need to have a roadmap to get you there. And I think that is so crucial, uh, leading up to and in retirement to have a map that's there to guide you and working with a professional. You're like, uh, what do they call people who make the maps cartographers? I think you're a cartographer. I think that's... (laughs) Uh, financial well, I, don't s- ha-
1: I don't have that designation, Tony, but I, <laughs> that's a pretty big, fancy word. I appreciate that. It's
0: an analogy. You're a financial services professional, <laughs> but you are like a cartographer for your clients to create yeah. that retirement and financial roadmap. So uh great show today. We talked about a lot. I mean, there's just so much going on, isn't there?
1: There really is. And I think that's a it's a it's a neat analogy to use, Tony, if we think about the designing of a map and the map is a big picture. If you look at, for example, the state of Michigan, if we're going to take a, a trip around Michigan or go to maybe here I am in Midland, I'm going to go to maybe Traverse City and then sure. up to Mackinac Island and then across the UP. And I might look at a map and plot out where I'm going to go and the stops I'm going to make and the areas I want to see. And again, the areas I want to avoid. And when you look at a map of the state of Michigan, you see the big picture a hundred percent of the big picture, which gives us a good planning tool to where we want to go and where we don't want to go. Same thing with a financial plan. Your financial plan really should be the big picture. It should be not only today what's going on in the market or your money, but what has happened in the last 15 to 20 years and what does the forecast look like maybe over the next 15 to 20 years. It should also not only look at where are you today, meaning what investments do you own? Because when you look at a map of Michigan, it doesn't just show you the road you're on. It shows you every road, every county, everywhere you could possibly go. And your financial plan should look at the same things, not only the investments you're in today, but what other investment options are out there. Are there alternative routes, roads, or alternative investments you should own today that are better prepared for the current and future landscape. So yeah, it is kind of neat, Tony, when you think about that, that I guess I never pictured myself as a a map builder, but um, that's it. I mean, financial plans is just, is building a financial map to where we are, uh, where we want to go in the, in the, in the the fastest, easiest, most efficient way to get there to enjoy a happy, successful retirement.
0: Yeah. And you said you got to have somebody who can see the big picture. And that's why, you know, some people, well, I've got a stock broker or a guy who handles my stocks, or I've got a guy who, uh, an insurance guy. But you need a financial services professional who does all that and looks at the big picture and handles the investments or the insurance side if you need it and looks at Social Security. You need a roadmap for this, a roadmap for retirement, uh, especially nowadays with everything that's going on. And Jason, this has been a great discussion. It's so important to stay up on what's happening out there and how it might affect you, isn't it?
1: It really is. It really is, Tony. As you mentioned, um, if you have all those other professionals in your life, and I think it's important for Tony to point that out, you might have a stockbroker and you may have somebody that helps you with your insurances and maybe you have someone that helps you with income planning. And um, it's really important that you, if you have all those individual aspects of your plan. It's important you have somebody that can pull it all together and help man organize and manage that for you. Kind of like a CFO, a chief financial officer that sits on top with you and helps, helps organize all those individual departments and helps make sure they're all on the same page that the right hand knows what's going on and what's you know what's happening and how it's going to impact the left hand and um, if you don't have those professionals and that's exactly what my dad and I and our team do is uh, we can be those individual aspects for you as far as like the income planner the investment planner, but we can also be the CFO to sit on top with you so you can keep all those other professions you have, but we'll be the ones that help you kind of organize and manage those on a, on a daily and ongoing basis. And so I think it's important to point out, Tony, that, yeah, everybody needs to have those aspects or elements, uh, advisors in their lives. Uh, If you have those wonderful Uh, If you don't, give us a call. And those are some of the things maybe we can add value to your financial plan and help you do as well.
0: Yeah. Give us a call. Get a copy of the book, Empower Your Retirement, or set up that consultation. Just call 989-835-7203. That's 989-835-7203. And thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Your Financial Empower. Thank you for listening to Your Financial Empower Hour. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Carl and Jason Kreiderman at Great Lakes Investment Advisors. Just call 989-835-7203 or visit them online at greatlakesinvestmentadvisors.com. Investment advisory services offered through Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc., registered investment advisor with the state of Michigan. Insurance products and services offered through Senior Financial Strategies, Inc., DBA Great Lakes Financial Freedom Group. Great Lakes Investment Advisors, Inc. and Senior Financial Strategies, Inc. are affiliated companies. Carl and Jason Kreiderman and Great Lakes Investment Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be
1: discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.